What is up, everybody? Welcome to Liberty Libations number 62. Love the sound of that bottle <laughs> opening, can opening, whatever you want to call it. Zane, what are you drinking tonight? I've got a cherry pie sour. Oh, oh, nice. That sounds good. Alden, what you got? I've got uh, a Modelo and some Booker's. Nice. Double fisting. Yeah. I've I got thought when... uh, old fashioned. Nice. Yeah. I thought when we opened our beers, you were going to think it was gunfire. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. 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 And yell that you were hit. And and call for backup from 15 mm -hmm. other people and then proceed to fire our weapons at some poor handcuffed guy in the back of a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're a little foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> um, for now, I'm supposed to be promoting an event tonight, but I don't have the link to that event because I couldn't find it. Um, so we're not going to be promoting an event until uh, uh, somebody messages me that link. <clears throat> should happen soon. But if you have any questions about the Libertarian Party of Georgia, what we're doing around the state of Georgia to spread freedom and liberty, go to lpgeorgia.com. Um, we have events there. We have all sorts of information. Um, what is a libertarian? Um, if you what is a Georgia? What is a Georgia? We have that as well. You what can sign up. Of? <laughs> Gosh. You can sign up for Liberty Watch, which is Brian Allen's pet project of informing everybody of what's going on in the Georgia legislature. Um, super important. Um, great stuff. I highly recommend it because there's a ton of good um, things to learn in that in that email that he sends out. I don't know, like every week, maybe every other week. Something like that. Um, we also had a major victory in the Defend the Guard bill. It passed its first committee this Tuesday. Nice. Um, Shane Hazel and a bunch of libertarians and other folks who support the Defend the Guard bill went down and made some speeches, um, made sure to basically force our, our representatives to listen to us. And uh, yeah, for those who don't know what the Defend the Guard bill is, it will basically make it so that the federal government cannot use troops from Georgia unless a formal declaration of war is declared. Um, so super important deal because there hasn't been a formal war declared since World War II, which is just idiotic that mm -hmm. so many of our men and women have died um, for, for wars that were... Unformally. In yeah, in, in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Is it? Or would it I be don't know. informally in that regard? In that case, I, I don't have no idea. Informally might be, have a different meaning, right? Yeah. It's been, it, it's been a lot of casual wars. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to make the well, same joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, needed a drink. Um, so, yeah, good things are happening. I like, I like it when we have some good news um, that has to do with liberty and that has to do with our efforts to promote some of our values and some of our ideas. So Zane, did mm -hmm. you, did you get a chance to go to that? Were you there? I was not there. Although I did call all four of the senators. There we go. I only actually nice. got to one real human. I had to leave a message on everybody else's, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's kind of how I was too. Three messages, one real human. Um, and that human questioned my validity of whether or not I live in Georgia. So because of your phone number, or... yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my my phone number is still from when I lived in Maryland, but yeah, you know, they they didn't luckily didn't give me a hard time about that. The one staffer that I heard actually seemed like she she either agreed with me or was pretending to. Interesting. 
Okay. Well, that's not bad. Maybe she was one of the ones I didn't get to go either. Sadly, I, uh, I had a job during that time, so I was unable to, to make it out there. Um, even though I was literally like 10 minutes from the, from the, oh, that's frustrating. From, the from city hall. So yeah, it was unfortunate, <clears throat> but I'm glad, uh, our folks got the job done. So pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, got a smaller crew tonight. We've got Zane and Alden here. I forgot to announce us. Um, I'm Jake green. <laughs> Hi, Jake. and alden hardy um steven hilton should be joining us here in a little while at which point we will be doing trivia per usual i don't have the comments pulled up which i should hello grumpy there we go grumpy what's up grumpy oh our most dedicated viewer um if there's an award sure. if we can give out an award for the biggest drunkard of the show we're gonna <laughs> The grumpy gnome. Um, we might have mm. to come up with some type of free merch for, for audience member of the year <laughs> at the end. Okay. Of yeah. Um, and have uh, an awards show or something for libations. Um, yeah. Do you have anything we need to talk about before we launch into some depressing things? Let's get to bad news. Yeah. Let's Zane or something. No. Zane? No. All right. Let's All right. In. So. I'm sure at this point everybody's heard, but uh, there was a shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Victory Parade um, in Kansas City, obviously. Let's see if we can blow that up a little bit. This is uh, Grumpy is says he's drinking a bottle of Jameson Black Barrel. Oh, no, nice. no that's what he wants as the prize. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Also nice, yeah. No, yeah. You don't have that kind of budget. You need this. You need to start recruiting tens of thousands more people to start <laughs> listening than maybe. I think Grumpy does his part with uh, spreading the word about this show. Um, I think <laughs> he's going to get an Evan Williams. There yeah. We go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Evan Williams. There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a shooting. Uh, was, was it two days ago? Was it two days ago? No, it was yesterday. I don't know. I think it was yesterday. Um, the days are just running together, man. Yeah. Uh, in Kansas sure. City. And uh, 21 people were injured. One woman was killed. I believe nine children were hospitalized with injuries. Um, they, didn't, they didn't specify whether those injuries were all gunshot related. I'm sure there was some trampling going on um, mm. because I'm sure people were trying to book it out of there. Um, CNN, I know we're not the biggest fan of CNN, but, um, they have a whole series of different articles. Um, there was one I wanted to get to, or was it, did they take it down? Hmm. They may have taken it down. Uh, Three hours too accurate. Yeah, three hours ago they posted, no one has been charged yet in Kansas City shooting. Here's what we know so far as investigation continues. Um, Man, they took down the article that I was going to talk about. That's frustrating. What did Um, it say? Basically, basically it said that the whole shooting started not because it was an intended mass shooting. It was supposedly started because it was just a disagreement between three people. Um, and they just started firing at each other, at which point they just started firing indiscriminately. Um, and Well, now I know why they took it down. Yeah, right. Um, and then there is one great video. I mean, great considering the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me pull a it telling up. video, yeah. 
Yeah. This is a video somebody took from afar, um, clearly up in a building. And you can, you're going to be able to see one of the shooters running right there. Mm. It's about as big as I can make it. I've not seen this. And they take him down. Yeah. Three guys jump on top of him and hold him for, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds until the cops finally get there. Mm hmm. At least it wasn't an hour. Right. It's crazy how many people are still at the scene. You know? Yeah. That's wild. Got a bunch of cops. It looks like they got somebody right there, too. Okay. From what I saw earlier. Um, but there we go. Cops finally show up. And Were there two shooters? Three. Three shooters. Okay. Yeah. Three. It seems like three shooters. Wait. Seriously? Um, three shooters? Yeah. But it's because... It seems like two of them were arguing with one of them and they started firing at each other. I was in standoff gone wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was looking into some of the like just highlights and stuff from the Super Bowl and some of the weirdness of it. And um, the number three keeps coming up in that. That's a whole other weird thing or whatever. Oh, three and gosh. 33. Yeah. Shut I'm up. not gonna say anything about it. I, I'm not just barely again, into it. Zane, <laughs> you're you're having to walk a narrow line tonight because Alden can easily just drag me down those rabbit holes. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't like form of a a formal theory about it or anything. I was just saying that I was observing the number three come up a lot. That's all I said. Just a the casual theory. Just a, a casual theory. theory. Yeah. <laughs> An unformal theory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, I don't know. The the reaction is going to be the typical reaction. And we're going I'm going to show a clip from Corinne Jean-Pierre or however you pronounce her stupid name. Um and first off, kudos to those three guys who tackled that dude and pinned him to the ground and held him sure. there. The cops got there. I mean, you want to talk about courage? Run after a guy while not armed who has been shooting Yeah. Him. That's well, we have in other shooting scenarios, like what is it, Uvalde or whatever, the cops are like, oh, I don't know. We were kind of, you know, it's a dangerous situation. We were scared to kind of thing to get shot. And I'm like, you're yeah. you're a cop. That's what you're for. Anyway, whatever. That's what I was saying about the like, it didn't take an hour this time. Yeah. Yep. It took a three random people 10 seconds to take that guy down. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so very, like, kudos to them. Um, I don't know. You know, there's still information coming out about this, so we're not going to talk about this forever, but we are going to talk about what the reaction is going to be, mm. um, which is exactly what you would think it would be. Um, here's Kareem Jean-Pierre. Need to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, require safe storage of guns, pass a national red flag law, enact universal background checks, and invest in proven solutions that reduce violence. We need. So I thought you were going to really say not even pretending to not be political. Like usually, you'll get all these people making you know emotional sounding statements about how yeah. horrible it is, and then you know after that they'll transition into their list of the, into their policy wish list. Yeah. Here it didn't even sound like she even bothered to do that. It's like, here's the PowerPoint of all the gun control that we want. And here it, it, it's so similar every time 
that I feel like people have just started not talk, talking about the, the policy as much as maybe they used to mm. five years ago because we hear it we hear the same list every time yeah. of all the stuff that they want. And I mean, I can go into why none of it would work, but yeah, I, I feel like the mo the more interesting point right now is that, you know, they all come out and talk about this stuff, but they're actually, it, it, they aren't usually successful at really passing any, anything, at least most of the time. Because I think people have kind of gotten tired of hearing about it. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And I mean, what what I what drives me nuts is like there are universal background checks. You have to. I was going to bring that up. You always have to get a background check when you buy. I was going to ask where is there not one. The only honestly. time you don't is if you like in Georgia back when it wasn't oh, like uh, constitutional carry. If you mm -hmm. showed your Georgia carry like concealed carry license you didn't have to have a background check because they already had an extension. yeah but you've gone through it still yes to get uh, the concealed carry license correct so like it the fact that i mean i don't know how many statements in there are incorrect but like the fact that one is so blatantly incorrect it's it's, it was the one I was going to bring up. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's the fear mongering one, like uh, telling people that they don't require background checks, telling people who have no idea what it's like to purchase a gun or what goes into it. Like people are going to buy that, you know. People are yeah. going to buy into that and and think that they don't require background checks. I was going to um, bring up even before this whole thing happened that I was watching the new season of Reacher, and they have. They have a, a frustrating situation where he needs a gun and he needs it today and not in three days. And apparently this like ex-intelligence guy doesn't have, you know, a concealed <laughs> permit carry license, what, you know, whatever, whatever the scenario is. Get one by himself. Yeah. And but later in the in the show, when he needs one, he just beats up a drug dealer on the corner and takes it. So they specifically went out of their way. Yeah. To make this scene where he's in the thing and he's talking to the guy and he pays him off to get a gun at the drug or at the drugstore at the <laughs> at the gun store, you know, at the pawn shop or wherever he is. Or, right. Anyway, it was a whole intentional sounding kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I, I just we just started watching Jack Reacher the other night, me and Nikki. Yeah. We're, we're two episodes in. No, no, no. Not Jack Reacher, just Reacher. Just Reacher, whatever. The show. Well, there isn't there both? Jack Reacher is the movies with Tom Cruise. Reacher is the show with. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I haven't seen the movies, so I just wanted to clarify which one. But. The first Jack Reacher was awesome. The second Jack Reacher was terrible, and the show is good. It's the show fun. is, it's very TV for me. It's okay. I've been watching it more for like homework, but it's less TV than a lot of shows out there. Than a lot of TV, yeah. <laughs> I like the main actor. Um, he's he seems like oh, a he's dude, great, yeah, and he's basically Hercules. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's insane. And he's he uh, said in a podcast the other day that he tried to kill himself on set um, after everybody had left, not on Reacher. This was a while ago. He got a one of those long green extension cords and tried to hang himself in the middle of the set. Wow, which is I didn't know. Bad Alex Baldwin wasn't there to help. <laughs> <laughs> Zane mm -hmm. with the super inappropriate joke. I love it. It was I, very appropriately fair. timed. <laughs> <But> <laughs> comedically appropriate. 
Yeah. So I don't know what's going to come up, come of this. I mean, it's, it is the typical reaction. It's the reaction. Uh, the half the Kansas city chiefs players are chiming in and saying, we I'm have sure, to get yeah. off the street. We have to do all this stuff. I'm sure Taylor Swift was there. So she's, I'm sure she's saying some in, uninformed things. Probably. Um, yeah. Informed things, but I don't know what do you, do you see anything coming from this Zane as far as legislation? Uh, I mean, not at this point. Yeah. Um, I know that um, a couple of years ago they did manage to get one pass that was like some extra background checks. I think there was some, some additional money give, being handed out to States that did go ahead with red flag laws. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm so none of, obviously that wasn't great. I'm, I, I don't think that it was a terrible package of legislation. Like it wasn't actually banning any types of guns as far as I'm aware. Yeah. And I don't, don't really think of this one is going to get traction for that a, yeah. because I think people are really tired of it, but B it's like, you could kind of tell that this wasn't your typical, you know, mass shooting, even if when you didn't know that it was people apparently in some kind of dispute, because I, this might sound really morbid, but in your typical mass shooting, the ratio of, of deaths to injuries is about uh, one to three or one to five. Mm -hmm. So like if you one see... Eleven or whatever. people wounded, but only one person died. You could kind of tell that they weren't really; tr they were just randomly firing. This is another point why, um, you know, people that are really up in arms about banning bump stocks kind of don't really know what's happening with guns because <laughs> bump stocks make guns way less accurate. Yes, and so you actually would prefer if a gunman was using a bump stock compared to if they weren't because they'll be way less able to actually shoot what they're hit. hit I tend to agree. At. Not yes. only less accurate, but you can actually, you jam so much more. They so can much more. Yeah. You can honestly get one round out and it stop and it's just not, it's they're stupid. They can have them. I, I don't care. And this is the issue. Like, Back in the day, we used to train kids in firearms in school. And so people would actually have an idea of what the frick they're talking about. Um, mm. And now I would say far more than half the population has never held a gun. Mm -hmm. So they don't, they actually don't have any clue as to what they're talking about when it comes to firearms. And that's a, like, that's a problem when you have, I mean, that, that's one of the biggest problems with democracy in general. It's a bunch of ill-informed people Voting the same voting weight vote, yeah. You can do with things that you're an expert on or that you right. know things about and they don't. So I don't know. I, I don't I really don't see much coming from this. I, I think it had initially the most potential just because it's such a high profile event. Um it's the Kansas City Chiefs, it's Taylor I was gonna... Swift, it's Travis Kelsey, it's it's you know, it's a big deal. And yeah, I think it had the most potential to possibly get some legislative wheels moving but they've it, got a lot of eyes on them yeah yeah um that makes me suspicious yeah but yeah next uh, time they'll yeah. roll out the powerpoint slide an hour before it happens yeah <laughs> at the rate we're going yeah true
I thought you I were going to fucking say. Oh, sorry, no, it's nowhere. No, I'm just making a stupid joke. It's fine. I was, yeah, I guess my last point is that when people are advocating for gun control, I think they're often not really clear about what exactly they're trying to prevent. Because mm. if you think that you can prevent mass shootings by banning assault weapons, you're forgetting that a lot of the most deadly mass shootings that have happened in the United States have been accomplished with handguns. Mm -hmm. So it's like banning high capacity magazines, banning, you know, assault weapons, which just boils down to banning scary looking weapons when <laughs> hunting weapons that the only difference between uh, that and an AR-15 is that one of them is made some out of wood and the other is made entirely out of plastic. One has a you know, Picatinny rail on it or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. It's like if somebody really wants to kill a lot of people, there are a lot of ways of doing that. Mm -hmm. And only banning one kind of gun is not actually going to help. Right. Even if you could actually make all of those guns go away, which you can't because there are already so many of them, that even if you made it technically illegal to get one, if you were really intent on harming people, you could still get one by smuggling it in from somewhere. Like yeah. I know when Australia had their assault weapons ban, only one third of all the assault weapons in the country were actually turned in. Mm -hmm. And the other two thirds are still just floating around out there for people to get their hands on. And probably the one third that did turn it in or the one third you don't need to worry about, you know, Correct. the honest ones or whatever. Well, yeah, so it's like people get, <laughs> people get so upset with our society as though if only we banned assault weapons, all of this would just stop happening tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, obviously, I don't like that people can be shot and killed. But I also recognize that all of the solutions that are being proposed will not stop it. And at the end of the day, we live in a fallen world where bad things happen. And it doesn't make any sense to make more to make really judgmental moral statements to people about well you must just not care about kids or else you would want to yeah. ban assault weapons when that will not do anything well and i was going to ask because i haven't looked into this one a lot yet but um my guess is the weapons that were used in this particular one were handguns i'm guessing that too because if they came up sort of supposedly in a disagreement they were probably concealed and they probably didn't have an ar-15 tucked under their hoodie or whatever you can and that's the other thing where i can't even remember another time when there was a shooting like this where it wasn't somebody intending to shoot a lot of people it was just something weird like this where mm. it's like i don't know, maybe if those people didn't have guns they wouldn't be shooting people but if you're really the type of person that's going to get into a disagreement and then and just start so shooting far. random people. I yeah. do not think that you're the type of person that care about gun control laws. Right. So it's, yeah. it wouldn't even help there. And like that, a, a lot of a, another pair of issues that people get confused is mass shootings with just general gun violence. Because a lot of times people will be like, well, the USA has a huge level of gun violence, and that's why we need to ban assault weapons and do all this gun control and red flag laws right? and all that. 
when you know mass shootings don't really account for a big part of the overall gun violence it's not a right the u.s doesn't have a higher overall rate of mass shootings than a bunch of other countries do They're, because a lot of the, the overall gun violence is unfortunately gang violence in cities right where it's like you're not gonna get gangs to turn in their guns using gun control mm. and i mean there are a million other things that that have to happen in order to solve the gang violence problem but banning assault weapons is not going to do anything no but one thing they are trying to do i mean they they reclassified what a mass shooting was a few years ago and it's oh just like they reclassified what a vaccine is yeah there you go yeah 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 that's all i'll say on that (laughs) i don't want to get you Um, too much trouble and so now i think it's anything over two people is considered a mass shooting two Um, people injured i think that's a double shooting it's a double homicide which is just like if you're the other thing they do is they've reclassified mm-hmm. the definition of school shooting too, where now any accidental discharge of a firearm arm on school property is a school shooting. Anyone shooting that's been to school before in their lives, it's a school shooting. <laughs> yeah. So people people will be like, oh, there have been five million school shootings in the past week. Right. <laughs> I had no idea that gang members always check the gun laws in their area. That's mm-hmm. super responsible of them. Thank you, Grumpy Gnome, for that uh, input. Um, and the term like semi-automatic is another term that people throw around <laughs> that I'm like, that's like everything but pump shotguns. Or so, I mean, almost. It's so many almost guns. Everything except pump we'd have to go, it's if you banned action. all semi-automatic guns, we'd have to go back to like six shoot muskets yeah no <laughs> yeah. a lot of six shooters are semi-auto lever, oh, lever, lever action pump shotguns and that's basically that's what i'm saying most revolvers all revolvers can you think of a revolver i thought revolvers you single had, action, sometimes had to cock them a sing, the single, single action, action is is technically you don't have those like no one has them anymore <laughs> no, we have to go back to firing literal antiques <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> Anyway, Which on that's one hand would be kind of thing. fun. On another hand, would be uh, miserable if you're in, in a life situation. In a life and death situation, to pull out your your rusty old musket. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care for that so much. Um, so since we are a bit light on the topics, and we're on we're tangentially talking about football, I am legitimately <laughs> curious, Alden, if you think the NFL is scripted. I'm open to it. I don't know if it's like every game or whatever, but I do think that all it would take would be a little bit of um, influence with like refing to get like scores and spreads and like betting numbers to be closer and things like that. And hundred percent, I don't think it can be scripted a hundred percent because I I don't think it's a hundred percent. Players are like, as a former athlete, like you want to win no matter what. So there's going to be there's not going to be you're not going to be able to get enough players on board you also want to make millions of dollars i'm just throwing that out there that there is another a different incentive at the True, at the professional much, level i'd much rather win honestly you would but yeah. i'm just saying that the human variable is enough that i i don't i don't jump on the whole like every single player is in on it kind of thing but i but just the refs even would be enough to well, tip look, a lot of things the nfl is partners with betting companies so yeah, there's they, there's more money in it than any other sport. 
they're incentivized in the world, yeah. to to try Absolutely. to favor certain games over. Yeah. Games. Well, I don't, I'm not particularly convinced by that because everybody knows that the house makes money regardless of who wins. So I don't think you have to run the risk of of being found out by by rigging it when you could just make money anyway. Like if I think the one a big reason that the NFL is as popular as it is is because people think that it's not fake. So if you're already making all that money, why would you even risk the possibility of being found out if that could make your sport and product way because people do that in the eyes I mean, of many people. But people do that. Like once once you're that far in, like why why would anybody go visit go hang out with Jeffrey Epstein? Like why would anybody do terrible things when they're in a position of power when they have everything they could possibly ever want? Like why would they continue to go do bad things? The I'm not always... even a teacher. I'm saying that if you're just looking at it, you know, we're already making boatloads of money and the only other thing that we can get is maybe a little bit more money with the risk of losing a lot of money. I'm saying even if you're only being motivated by the money, mm. I don't think that you would try it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Whereas I'm the not people go, the people going to Epstein Island were obviously being motivated by other things. True. I'm just saying. I'm. I. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think uh, greed takes a lot of different forms and can be a pretty powerful thing. And if you see a chance to make even more money, um, and it it might not even be just a little bit. It might be. Much, oh, it's a much, lot of money. Much more. Yeah. Um. And so I I don't necessarily agree that. That, uh, that that's not an incentive and be like, yeah, it's just not worth the risk necessarily. Some people would, some people wouldn't, but I don't believe everybody would. There's also interviews with ex NFL players that have said that, yeah, it's they picked the Super Bowl and they know what's going on at past a certain point in the season. And also, the Chiefs have played 13 quarters of Super Bowl football over the last what is it, six years? Mm hmm. Guess how many holding penalties they have on the offense? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know, but it's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah, they're the golden boys. That is idiotic. You can watch all 13 quarters. If you just look at the offensive line, there are so many holes. <laughs> like, it's not, they, they tackle Bosa to the ground. They just grab Bosa and yeah. take him to the ground this, in this past Super Bowl. It was horrendous <laughs> one of the years where i started to kind of fall off watching it was because i was so frustrated with the ref calling you know yeah. in the playoffs and there was one so i was a steeler fan i feel like i'm now a casual steeler fan <laughs> like instead of an avid or formal steeler cover. fan yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, at the time i was like more into it and uh it was against the Jaguars. It was in the playoffs. It was uh, no holding call on the whole drive. And this particular play, the entire line was pulled to the ground and there was not a holding call. And then I noticed that the next day, so I went to show someone the video of it. And then I was like, oh, this video has been scrubbed and I couldn't find it. And YouTube was like, yeah, we, you know, the NFL wanted us to take that down kind of thing. And I was like, so I started just like, you know, conspiratorial wheels turning a long time ago or whatever with it. But I can't, you know, again, I'm not going to say just that one event is, is evidence or anything, but I mean, it, it's, it's a series of events. So the, there's only one ref in the NFL that favors away teams. Do you want to oh, know? I heard about this. Do you want to know huh. was the who refed the Kansas city Baltimore game when it was at Baltimore in the AFC championship? It was the one ref <laughs> who favored away. Teams. 
the mm. one guy and the calls in that game, it's like 60% to 40%, maybe even higher, 65 to 35 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Kansas City obviously won. Yeah. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't Spoiler, know. Man. Yeah. It's never one thing. And it's there's no, in my mind, there's no concrete proof, but it is an interesting theory that um, it might not even be the NFL. It could just be powerful people behind the scenes or influential people or just refs understanding that they can make a ton of money. Roger Goodell has said some funky shit over the years, Roger man. Goodell's a weirdo, man. Dude, Screw he's <laughs> after 9/11, he said someone said something about like the Patriots winning and he was like, "Yeah, we just thought that would be good for the country." And you're like, "What? What are you talking about? Like how would you you're not supposed to have any say in this or whatever." Anyway, he said some <laughs> weird stuff. classified as an entertainment company. I was going to thank you for bringing that up. Everything. It technically there is no legal recourse for them rigging everything and scripting everything the same as like wrestling back in the day or whatever, you know, like, Correct. yeah, that, 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 that should start where the conspiracy, like, let's just start the conspiracy. Like I oh, usually do say that no first. consequences for them rigging games. Okay. Let's yeah. go from there. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, so like, you mean like WWE and the bachelor and all these <laughs> other things where it's like, Oh, well, if they want to script it, they can. And it's like, okay. Yeah. That they're on the same legal grounds. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, before we get into our next topic, y'all, we're going to have some merch coming out soon. We're partnering merch. with uh, Proud Libertarian and Agora Markets. They're going to create uh, some sick merch for, for this Can show. we make koozies? We can. Uh, we're going to make koozies. We're going to make beer steins. We're going to make shot glasses. Um, Whiskey hats, sweaters. Shirt. All of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever, is, whatever we can make, we're going to try to make. And it's, uh, yeah. We've been mulling over the designs this week, and uh, that should be they should be out within the next month or so. Um, so you'll be able to get some some pretty fun uh, drinking themed merch. <laughs> I want a koozie and a hat for sure. Oh yeah, I mean we all know what what Chat Zane wants, but we'll just wait to let him debut it on the show sometime. <laughs> That'll be fun, yeah. All right, let's watch a video, should we? Shall we? Um, all right. For those who don't know, this is, uh, Sergeant Beth Roberts, um, and deputy Hernandez. So they're arresting, I believe it's this girl's, it's either husband or father. I can't remember, but the husband or father, <laughs> that's a pretty big difference, whatever Sorry. it's somebody related to them. Um, husband and father, they're in the car, in the patrol car. Um, and she's just filling out the rest of the paperwork. One of the deputies, mm -hmm. Deputy Hernandez, is over by the car walking to it. And Sergeant Beth Roberts is right here. So let's mm -hmm. just watch this. Okay. It's okay. Oh, oh, oh. And you hear shots fired, shots fired. What? What? Oh, oh. Wait, what there? Jesus. Jesse, Jesse, are you okay? Mind you, they're get firing the at a vehicle. Get in the house, Jesse. He started firing get back, before get back. Where is he? he confirmed. Where is he? Yeah. Anything. Like empties the clip. Empties the clip. Forty-three. Give me traffic. Shots fired. All right. So she calls for backup, and then halfway yeah. through, it cuts to um, cuts to his. Come on. Didn't someone say I'm hit? Yeah. He. We're gonna get to that. Uh, okay. That gum internet. Why are you being a giant douche while that's loading can i just ask 
how that guy ended up on the ground when nobody had actually shot at him. We're gonna we're gonna see that, man. I promise you, we're gonna see that right away. This is him walking back to the car. His mm-hmm. partner, um, Roberts, is back at the house. Um, and it is right about here. Right there. An acorn on top of the roof. Oh my god. And he thinks he's being shot at. They have a handcuffed man in the back seat of that car. Did he get hit? I didn't he did not get hit once. That is a that's miraculous. Oh my god. And this guy thinks he got shot. That's insane that he thinks he's still thinks he's shot. shot. Um, No, of course not. They each unloaded an entire clip into a car that had a man handcuffed (laughs) inside, unarmed. But Um, no one's talking about that cops shouldn't have full mags. Like, yeah. Good God. Yeah, we need some gun control for cops. See, these <laughs> people clearly went to the Call of Duty school of marksmanship. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of the that was insane. Oh, yeah, both cops missed every single shot, so they didn't hit anybody because they had no idea what they were shooting at. They were just firing at the car indiscriminately, and both cops were had all charges dismissed. I saw that, of course. Yeah. That's, um, we were talking about that. I mean, so many things to say about this. I want to see the background check on the, these people where they're so jumpy that they think that acorns are guns. Like That's the thing. That, that, that was going to be my biggest point of this whole thing is when you are hiring policemen to do a job that inherently requires you to go into dangerous situations or tense situations, you have to have much, much stricter hiring policies. Because if you're hiring cowards like Deputy Hernandez, people are going to end up injured or dead. Um, I'm surprised no one did here. Having an acorn fall from a tree onto a vehicle sounds nothing like a gunshot. (laughs) No. I mean, Um, it can be... I mean, it can startle you if you're in the car and you're like, what was that? But like, I've never pulled out a gun. (laughs) No, what if it's a really big acorn? I mean, they get big down here, but it's <laughs> you get big down here. Sorry. What was? It, what if it was like a like a ten millimeter? You know, what's uh, like a fifty cal acorn? Oh, <laughs> Grumpy says his legs went numb from fear. <laughs> 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 Mountains Beyond Ages says, "Did the officer graduate from clown school? Why is he screaming?" Zach says he's a clown school dropout. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of a story from I said, why did, why he, did he throw his gun? <laughs> I was gonna he ask was, a similar thing. He ran out of ammo, so it was his last it was his last chance for defense. <laughs> Throwing his gun. <laughs> this uh, reminds me of a story from when I was I think I was in either elementary or middle school, but me and my dad and my sisters were out in the backyard firing our BB gun. And we had set up like empty soda cans on a ladder. And and the ladder was mostly wood, but it had a metal piece. Mm -hmm. And I fired at the one of the cans, but it hit the metal piece on the ladder. 
and then it ricocheted off of that and then came back and hit me in the chest. Mm-hmm. And I'll never live this down for as long as I live because <laughs> as soon as that happened, I said in a really loud voice, I've been shot. <laughs> <laughs> so the equivalent at, of at, at that point i'm sure like my dad said that he could see the bullet coming at me and it was only going yeah I mean, it was <laughs> extremely it was so slow at that point because it all it was just a bb and it already bounced off the ladder and then came back and hit me but at yeah. least i had actually been hit by a bullet <laughs> about a hundred feet per second at this point or something yeah. like. oh my gosh i mean i i'm not sure I completely, I mean, yes, he is stupid and he is chicken brain. I also think he's a coward. Like, I don't think the reaction of st- immediately running, saying shots fired, and stumbling because yeah. you're so terrified is indicative of somebody who has courage and is brave. Um, I don't Cowardice know. lends itself to just bad decisions a lot of the time when you're. Right. Correct. And I'm, I, you know, I'm not a cop and I'm not putting myself in these dangerous positions. And, but I've not chosen to do that. And I've not been like, you know, apparently supposedly vetted to do this, you know, but I'm not allowed to shoot at a cop car with somebody in it. These people are <laughs> That's the crucial distinction. I think I'd be charged with something if I did. Good God. Yeah. I mean, I just, it was just so typical of, uh, of what you can expect from cops these days. I yeah. mean, the the fact that that man didn't get hit by a single bullet oh also, my god also shows how how bad cops are at shooting guns yeah <laughs> like, you, you can't luckily hit a guy in this case. handcuffed and stationary from 20 feet away like i know no. i know they're pistols but they have red dot sights like they're not they're like fully tacked out pistols <laughs> what do you do i'm not that from what was that? Twenty feet away? I'm not that bad with a pistol yeah. from it. Yeah. No, you and I shot this summer. We yeah. really hit the target. And I was far away. rusty because <laughs> I had when I lived in Washington, I didn't like shoot at all the whole time I was in Washington. Hundred percent. He said uh, Mountains Beyond Ages says also I'd resign out of sheer embarrassment despite being found not guilty. If I was a server and dropped a tray on a customer, I'd resign. <laughs> <laughs> This dude and a lot of cops are also proud idiots. Proud is actually, that's an interesting point. I think not only just out of embarrassment, but out of just like, I'm not fit for the job. I was put to the test and I've clearly let everyone down around me in that situation. I am a danger to everyone around me. My partner, my backseat, you know, occupant, whatever, (laughs) you know, you want to call it. General passersby, like everybody. (laughs) Yeah, acorn trees around. That's yeah. a great question. What would their answer be to what was your target? Because <laughs> neither of them had any idea. It was the acorn. It was <laughs> just trying to. It's I a hard wanted, thing to hit, you know. You know, if someone brought me that acorn and it had a bullet hole in it, I'd be like, oh, okay. Give him a medal. You know what? <laughs> like, this is perfect. <laughs> Modern day Annie Oakley over here. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. These are the people patrolling our streets. Um, and it's, it's worrisome. I mean, I know we're yeah. very much against a lot of, a lot of the things that, that cops do and a lot of the laws that they're told to, um, enforce. Yeah. Um, but then they, they're not amongst themselves apparently, but yeah, definitely not amongst themselves. I mean, it's, it's wild. Um, you I know, this makes me want to do them. What? 
I want to shoot my BB gun now. I really have fun shooting a BB gun. It's what good story? Maybe. Shot? It was it the oh, that's right. I shot it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that it's a twenty-two fun. caliber Pelican. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Does it have a compass in the stock and a thing that tells time? No. <laughs> Does yours? Are you referring to something? You have like a survivalist yeah. BB Have gun? you ever seen the movie A Christmas Story? Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah, that yeah. Was there. yeah. 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 Good yeah. reference. I'm honestly I'm I'm in, I'm embarrassed. I resigned from this show that I didn't get that <laughs> reference. You're a fed. Get off the show. <laughs> that was a good reference, though. Yeah. You put somebody's eye out, kid. Sorry. I used to Those shoot the I've been known to kill people. <laughs> Not acorns, but I used to shoot when the summer when on my property when the oranges would come in, I used to like sit and like aim and shoot the stems and shoot the oranges out of the tree was my I was I had not much else to do out in the sticks in Florida there, but that sounds fun. It was fun. And then you eat the oranges and then they were terrible oranges actually. So buddy says he's <laughs> drinking Ovaltine right now. <laughs> Good job. Okay. I actually bought some Ovaltine powder <laughs> no, you did. recently. Yes, I Another did. reference from Christmas Story, right? Crumpy, it's just, it's just cocoa powder and sugar. Gun. Yeah, it's sweetened cocoa. But is that not a is that not a Christmas story reference? The Ovaltine? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I actually made Ovaltine ice cream recently where I just that followed good. the recipe for regular sweet cream ice cream, but instead of sugar, I replaced it with the Ovaltine powder. Interesting. It was pretty good. I've I've had a uh, malt ice cream like a malt like a chocolate shake with malt or whatever and that shit is my favorite ice cream. It's very good. So I think Ovaltine would be pretty good. All right. All right. Um I have another cop story that I'd actually didn't uh didn't put in the title or anything, but uh, mm -hmm. here's a 15-year-old kid who will not stop talking legit like defense to these cops that are trying hmm. to abuse their power <laughs> driving up and down the street on the motorcycle uh i was on my gas bicycle okay that's gas powered vehicle you have to have a driver's oh, license um I've no you don't yes, you do. not when it's 50 cc and you have a permit for it yep. i have three right. cops on hand i'm 15 years old he goes that bike is illegal i said no it's not it's a 50 cc bicycle and i have a permit for it okay. and he, you can't just come in the house without it. Yes, we have camp. to control this situation do you have a search warrant we don't need to. Yes, one. you do. To you might want to go to school and learn the law. I already you know the law. You don't. As much as I want. Okay, well, I'm not going to respond yeah. to you. you don't He's have right to on everything. I can talk to you. Have a good day. Yeah, yeah, right right you, okay. you kind of are. Okay, we're done. You're violating my Fourth Amendment rights. Stop. Outside. You're violating my Fourth Amendment rights. Hey, you guys cannot come in here without a search warrant. I'm videoing the phone. I'm cooperating. I'm cooperating. Give us space. I'm not. Give us space. Okay. No, What's your space? Space. What's your space? <laughs> I love What's your space? So much. What's your badge I, number? What's your name? What's your I badge have number? seen this. Badge number. That says name. 3K12. <laughs> What's your badge number? Four. Hey, hey, hey. I'm four. I'm going in my house. Stay back. I'm going in. If you try and come past me, you're going to go on the ground face first. Do you understand me? Okay, and then I'm going to file a complaint against you. Go get your camera. Yes. I'm allowing you to do that, but you cannot walk in my house. Okay. Bye. You were the one driving up and down the street on the motorcycle? Uh, I was. That kid. 50 cc is an under, man. That kid's incredible. I wish we knew yeah. his name so that we could uh, invite him to come on the show because I just want to talk to him for like. 30 minutes <laughs> i'd love to talk to that kid oh man um yeah i don't know it's just 
more more opportunity for for cops to abuse their power. They think just because they're talking to a 15 year old kid that no matter what he comes out of his mouth, they're not going to take him seriously, even though every single thing he said was he's cool. right. Yeah, it's wild, man. Like that they don't know the law. Like no. that, it's just idiotic that you have a 15 year old kid who knows his rights and these cops who are supposed to be the ones, um, you know, keeping the peace. Are if they do know the law, right. then they're doing a really bad job of showing it. Yeah. And that's even, I don't know what's worse, honestly, like if you know it and then are still acting this way or if it's, you know, truly, if it's malicious or ignorant, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's worse. Neither are acceptable uh, in the position. The most telling thing I think about that whole clip was when that kid was talking and then one of the cops was was like, I'm not playing these silly games. It's like, <laughs> yeah. e even if it was somehow the case that the kid was wrong and the cops were right, which, mm -hmm. you know, is probably not true. But even stipulating that it were true. Right. It's still, the law is still not a silly game. Yeah. It was, <laughs> you should still respond to him seriously. And the yeah, fact what's that you wrong don't with having heavily suggests that you have no clue what you're talking about if that's the way that you think of the law. Yeah. Yeah. His Their response was uh, we have to control the situation. <laughs> yeah. The situation <laughs> By storming your house up and down the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what situation are you trying to control here? I don't, I don't know. And then and they're like, arresting the dad and they go into his house yeah. without a warrant. Like, man, so it's many, insane. so many problems with that one. Um, oh, yeah. I wish okay. that because uh, this was I guess this was four weeks ago. This was a month ago. Um, uh, I saw it. I thought I saw it before that, but okay. Well, body cam reels posted it four four weeks ago. Okay, yeah, that one was one that I thought I saw it um, a little while back, but oh wow. Uh, okay, so uh, somebody commented: all three officers got fired. Oh, okay, good for this kid. I remember watching this. Oh, it was years ago. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen this a while back. Yeah. <laughs> But all three officers got fired. I didn't know um, that, though. That's cool. Someone commented only two got fired. But either way, some got fired. If anyone even got fired, it's more than most cases. That's progress. Usually they get a vacation, basically. A, a paid suspension or something. like. Yeah, this is wild, man. Um, but yeah, I love that kid. Dude's awesome. Yeah, for real. And I... Uh, I would like to do trivia, but we, we really need a third person. I don't want... Mom That's okay. <laughs> yeah we, we're gonna we're gonna go to the next topic and wait for uh wait for more time for when when steven um, might actually show up we'll see no, that's fine all right all right so big event last week it happened while we were on this show it aired um last oh, that's definitely right. nobody watched it because they were all too busy watching all <laughs> well, everybody was watching us so now that y'all have had a week to go watch it audience um what are y'all's thoughts? Did y'all let's see, Zane? Did you did you watch, get to watch any of it? I watched part of it. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on what you saw, or do you want me to play some clips first? I go ahead and play some clips. I mean, I guess my overall takeaway is that I was. I mean, you you listen to Putin talk about this, and it almost kind of sounds like Scott Horton in terms of his encyclopedic knowledge of everything that's happened. Yeah, no and kidding. it's like, obviously, I'm not going to caveat everything that I say for the next half hour with Putin is a bad guy, because right. we all know that Putin is a bad guy. So there I said it and remember it. 
But when was the last <laughs> time that you heard any U.S. official talking with the amount of detail and mm. knowledge that Putin clearly has about all this? I mean, everybody applauds Biden whenever he says a sentence. If he can string together one coherent thought, yeah. <laughs> and even if it's even if it's not Biden, like obviously Biden is a really easy target on that. But it's, right, it's, yeah. It's any politician. When was the last time you heard any politician KGB, yeah. say any anything even close to the level of detail that was in this interview? And mm. it goes back to Few and what far. we were talking about last week about our elites just being so unimpressive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can remember like Massey citing a whole bunch of actual data and information from the past um, and some of his speeches. Um, but the, you're, I mean, there, there are just so few people who are on the biggest stage that, uh, that actually have detailed knowledge of history or facts in general. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, um, I would, got, oh, go ahead. I got five clips to show. Um, thought we could talk about five of the clips that I found interesting. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite make it to the end yet. Um, I was trying to, but I ran out of time today. Um, but I listened or I watched most of it. So here's, uh. I squeezed in a good... Oh, go ahead. When this part of territory okay. reintegrated it's, itself it's into common Carl social environment, next. when the pensions and social benefits were paid again, all the situation... Our goal is to... Uh, and no, nobody wanted that. Everybody wanted to resolve the issue by military force only. But we could not let that happen. And the situation got to the point when the Ukrainian side announced, no, we will not do anything. They also started preparing for military action. It was they who started the war in 2014. Our goal is to stop this war. And we did not start this war in 2022. This is an attempt to stop it. Do you think you've stopped it now? I mean, have you achieved your aims? Uh, just the... No, we haven't achieved our aims yet, because one of them is denazification. Yeah. This means that... Yeah, he goes into denazification. Right. But... Um, I saw this bit. Yeah, so what he does for the first 30 minutes or so, 30, 40 minutes, is literally give an absurdly detailed history of... of the world. Russia and so and just that area of the world <clears throat> in general, and then proceeds to kind of lay out those events to show how we got to this point and mm -hmm. tries to make the argument that it wasn't Russia that started the war in 2022. Right. It, it had already started in 2014 and um, it was Ukraine that started it. Um, so I don't know. What are, what are, what are y'all's reactions to that one? Um, I have a general sort of like pre-disclaimer kind of like Zane, which is like, I'm not a huge fan of Putin or anything in particular. And a small fan, just a small fan of Putin. And yeah, a <laughs> just casual a casual fan. fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, that, you know, I'm judging a lot of this based on what he's saying, but I'm also not like in a position with the time and everything to like validate everything he's saying. So like I'm taking him at his word. So I'm just going off of that. I don't know how earnest he is and, you know, mm -hmm. But he seemed, I'll put, I'll say this. 
very different from how he's portrayed in our media. And he talks about our media quite a bit yeah. and media around the world and the vested U.S. financial interests in media around the world and things like that when he asks him about the, the propaganda. And he, like, laughs, and then he... There's another clip. I don't know if you have this one, but where he laughs and he basically says it's very hard to win against the U.S. in the propaganda war. Right. And that was a whole other thing or whatever, which I agree with that. Like, I actually, there's things that he says that I'm like little line items that I'm like, no, I, I actually feel like I agree with certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as like him being like of more the attitude of like, we want to stop the war, we want to stop the violence, like not being, you know, the quote unquote bad guy, um, you know, could just be a little PR kind of a thing. It could be true. It could be a gray area in between. Um, but he did bring up a good point kind of around this time in the conversation when um, he asked him or um, Tucker asked him, um, you know, how is, how does he want to talk to Biden kind of thing? And like, is it worth reaching out to him and all that? And he was kind of like, you know, until they stop sending weapons to Ukraine, then there's nothing to really talk about. And he was like, you know, if you really want to stop the fighting, stop supplying weapons, it'll be over within a few weeks kind of a thing. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah. Let's watch the next clip. Sure. No. But, so, but so what is part of my ignorance? What is denazification? What would that mean? That is what I want to talk about right now. It is a very important issue. Denazification. After gaining independence, Ukraine began to search, as some Western analysts say, its identity. And it came up with nothing better than to build this identity upon some false heroes who collaborated with Hitler. I have already said that in the early 19th century, when the theorists of independence and sovereignty of Ukraine appeared, they assumed that an independent Ukraine should have very good relations with Russia. But due to the historical development, those territories were part of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. He goes on for a while about that. But the the denazification is... I don't know. There's something interesting about Putin talking about that and Putin being the one who's clearly had political rivals murdered um, and has done a bunch of terrible things him talking about trying to eradicate Nazism from uh, the surrounding areas surrounding Russia is seemingly very hypocritical and um, almost seems like what we would want to hear. Like his form of propaganda to the U S is like, I'm just trying to get rid of Nazis. (laughs) Yeah. I, this is a a very, there's a lot of layers to this, which is that first, I mean, it's obviously bad to have your political opponents murdered. That being said, <laughs> it's definitely not as bad as, you know, committing genocide. And if you gave me the choice of would I rather have lived in 1940s Germany 
or modern Russia, I definitely say modern Russia because there are, there are levels to how bad something can be. And in terms of if Putin is really serious about really hating Nazis that much or it just being propaganda, I, I think there is something in the Russian psyche because of how terrible it was for them during World War II that they really don't like Nazis. Maybe it's not for all the reasons that you should not like Nazis, but their, their cultural experience of what is it like to deal with Nazis is very bad because, mm -hmm. you know, that it's huge famines. They lost tens of millions of, of people during World War II. So I think that that probably is a genuine expression of not liking Nazis coming from Putin. Now, if it is him, obviously it would be a good propaganda technique if he could just tell Americans that he was fighting Nazis. But I don't think that that's going to work because Putin would make the mistake of thinking that modern American leftists actually care about logical consistency. So if, if he is banking on people thinking, well, Russia is good because they're fighting neo-Nazis, the, the, the modern American left doesn't care about that. They care about opposing Nazis here because Nazi is just code for Republican. But they couldn't care less about fighting actual neo-Nazis in Ukraine because that's not convenient for them. And that would... So I, I, it's, it's incredible. It's propaganda that requires so much knowledge about the situation that it can't possibly be effective, especially <laughs> when it's going up against the entire American propaganda machine. Yeah. And then the final point is, I know I'm rambling, but my no, final okay. point about this is that are there actual neo-Nazis in Ukraine? Yes. Is it a large portion of the Ukrainian population? No. And mm. Putin is definitely way exaggerating just how much of a problem that it is. Yeah, I, I kind of tend to agree a little bit here where I think he like is inflating this one particular aspect and mm -hmm. taking kind of like a like again, like a little bit of a PR stand on this one particular thing, almost like pay attention to why this is my reason for why we want to, you know, stay with this and you know, this is our goal and blah, blah, blah. And, don't pay attention to this other kind of stuff or whatever. Um, I do think he's trying, but I wonder if also like he's coming in, like we were just saying, like so knowledgeable and everything. I wonder if he's like, ah, this will, this will work. And like Zane's point of like, ah, it might not work. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is hilarious to see when the New York times runs articles about uh, soldiers in Ukraine being Nazis, like literal neo-Nazis. Mm -hmm. I think as, as, Scott Horton sometimes says Hitler loving Nazis in Ukraine. <laughs> it is hilarious to see when the New York Times says, yeah, this situation is really complicated and nuanced. It's like we're, given, <laughs> we're literally sending money to literal neo-Nazis. It's like from an American perspective, it's just funny to point out the left's blatant hypocrisy. But in terms of the effectiveness of that line of reasoning, of making people support Russia more, it's obviously going to be completely ineffective. Yeah. 100%. All right. Three more clips from that. Okay. 
That is what denazification is. That is what we mean. Right. My question was a little more specific. It was, of course, not a defense of Nazis, neo or otherwise. It was a practical question. You don't control the entire country. You don't control Kiev. You don't seem like you want to. So how, how do you eliminate a culture or an ideology or feelings or a view of history in a country that you don't control? What do you do about that? You know, as strange as it may seem to you, during the negotiations at Istanbul, we did agree that we have it all in writing. Neo-Nazism would not be cultivated in Ukraine, including that it would be prohibited at the legislative level. Mr. Carson, we agreed on that. This, it turns out, can be done during the negotiation process. And there's nothing humiliating for Ukraine as a modern civilized state. Is any state allowed to promote Nazism? It is not, is it? That is it. I mean, not the most satisfactory response to that answer. Um, we had it in writing that, that no, no state after... What whatever would uh, be, allow Nazism in in their country anymore? Mm -hmm. I don't. Uh, that is just such a weak argument. Like I don't understand how that's like why he would use that as his defense for uh, a little hollow or yeah. yeah. I mean, it goes back to <clears throat> just saying like yeah. It feels like a continuation of the prior yes clip sure. point or whatever yeah. Do you have a clip on the uh, the Nord Stream, the pipeline thing? I might. I don't know. I was I was I, I was forgetting to clip certain parts because um, I was just enjoying part of it. Right. You just get in the flow of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I always forget. Um, this will be the last one. Um, or wait, did I say I had two more? You had two more after this. Is what you said. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I almost skipped one. Which would have been a travesty. <laughs> this show would have sucked otherwise. Here we go. Same here. If you are interested in what Mr. President Biden responded to me, ask him. At any rate, I talked to him about it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely interested, but from the outside, it seems like this could devolve or evolve into something that brings the entire world into conflict and could... Um, initiate some a nuclear launch, and so why don't you just call Biden and say, "Let's work this out." Mm. What's there to work out? It's very simple. I repeat, we have contacts through various agencies. I will tell you what we are saying on this matter and what we are conveying to the U.S. leadership. If you really want to stop fighting, you need to stop supplying weapons. It will be over within a few weeks. That's it. And then we can agree on some terms. Before you do that, stop. What's easier? Why would I call him? What should I talk to him about? Or beg him for what? And, and what messages do you get back? You're going to deliver such and such weapons to Ukraine? Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Please don't. <laughs> what is there to talk about? <laughs> I love how deadpan this like translator is. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. 
Doesn't Putin speak English? Like, I wish he'd. Been, I guess he's probably much, much better at speaking Russian. But like, I yeah. feel like it would have been better for the audience that they're going for for him right. to speak in English. Um, but I mean, that. How many times have libertarians said stop funding the war? Like, yeah, of course. If we stop funding the war, the war will end. Yeah, and people. Will you know stop. what's funny? We talked about this. Uh, this is many weeks ago now, but Trump even had said something about this. And was like, you know, I'm on the side that I want the least people to die kind of thing or whatever. And it was, again, with the disclaimer of I'm not like a Trump fan, but this particular line of logic, I'm like, I agree with where, you know, if you want something, if you want to save more lives, you want to stop the war sooner, then stop sending weapons to it to prolong it. Stop sending money to it. Anyway, it was a particular... Good. U U.S. officials have pretty much come right out and said that we're using the Ukraine war as a means to bleed Russia dry, which yeah. means that they don't give a damn about the Ukrainians because yeah. if we're going to bleed Russia die, then we can just keep killing off Ukrainians and that will accomplish our goal. If they really did want to stop the dying, you know, we'd stop the sending, you know, so it, if we stop supporting sending all this money to Ukraine, they would have to come to some sort of negotiation. We're and also bleeding us that, Yeah, and it's only the fact that we continue to send aid and send weapons and all that that allows them to to keep fighting and keep getting themselves killed. Yeah, and, it's a, mm -hmm. and it, I guess it would be different if it seemed like this. It was a desire of the ukrainian people to keep fighting but i'm not really convinced of that i think that it's a desire of the government to keep forcing their people to keep fighting mm. and i mean i i could be wrong about that i haven't done a deep dive into ukrainian public opinion polling but it seems from the outside like the top ukrainian officials are really enjoying enjoying all the global media tours that they get to do and all the money that's flowing into their pocket because of all this and i think they want to keep on the gravy train and i don't think yeah. that your average ukraine like the part of ukraine that russia actually invaded and wants to remain in control of is majority ethnic russian they actually had a referendum in 2014 where they voted to become part of russia yeah. and hmm. russia said no stay part of ukraine and it i guess this goes to our earlier point about putin claiming that you know, Ukraine really started it in 2014. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, yeah, the U.S. did fund a, a coup to install our, our favored candidate in power in 2014 using uh, literal neo-Nazis, by the way, to accomplish that. <laughs> yep. but, it's, but it's also like there was not a hot war until Putin started it. So you cannot claim that you didn't start a hot war where there wasn't really one and now there was. Even if you can yeah. claim, you know, 30 years of NATO <clears throat> provocation, there was no invasion of, of, of large scale until this. So I don't think that he can just claim that he's the injured party in all this because he clearly right. is an active participant in, in it as well. Mm. I guess my only concern about this interview coming out is he would, he, Putin was, 
up there saying all the things that libertarians have been saying for two years about this war. And I'm a little concerned that now if we continue to say it, people can be like, well, you're just saying it literally what Putin said and you're a Russian uh, yeah. asset. Oh, that's so true, man. I that's think so Zane true. is speaking out my unconscious fear that I didn't formally put together yeah. here yet. But yeah, that's I, I'm a little worried about that. I Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we're definitely going to be spreading around Putin talking points, Zane. I'm, I'm <laughs> and next year too. and I, I guess, I don't know if this will work, but I think the best defense against that is just to say, it's true. Yeah. And yeah, we've truth, been saying truth, truth is the ultimate defense. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, final clip, and then we'll move on to something else. Maybe some mono mono trivia. Interest. It's just threat mongering. Well, the argument, I know you know this, is that, well, he invaded Ukraine. He has territorial aims across the continent. And you're saying unequivocally you don't. It is absolutely out of the question. You just don't have to be any kind of analyst. It goes against common sense to get involved in some kind of a global war. And a global war will bring all humanity to the brink of destruction. It's obvious. Yeah. How can a sentence be so scary and encouraging at the same time? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, no, I don't want to do that. And then he describes what would happen if he did. And I was like, oh, that's petrifying, you know, anyway. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, that that's the one of the biggest arguments that proponents of the war tend to use these days is if we give Putin his way and let him take Ukraine, he's just going to storm through the rest of Europe. And, and then next is Florida, you know. The next is Florida, man, which good riddance, to be honest. But, <laughs> no, but um, and, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but like. He flat out says that is absolutely not what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I don't believe it because he says it. I believe it because of all of the ways that it would be a you know, Ukraine. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah, it's one thing to attack a country that you have extremely close historical ties to yes. and is not currently a part of NATO to prevent it from becoming part of NATO, which right. lest we forget is an alliance against russia yeah that, and he's one, set up it's what it's one thing to do that it's another thing entirely to try to invade a country that actually is part of nato that you don't have a strong historical and mm -hmm. cultural ties to and yeah. i think that he would realize that and he's not on some kind of ussr reclamation project mm -hmm. yes i mean i, I agree like it would make no sense for him to continue his war across any other borders. Um, he asked him specifically about Poland. He said only if Poland like attacks us. Attacks first. us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it, it's got nothing to do with the fact that he says it. It's that it would be a suicidal act that it doesn't it's like even if i was looking to benefit just me and my country like it doesn't behoove me to do so you know yeah Correct. immediate uh, as <clears throat> soon as he crosses the next border the u.s is directly involved 
Yeah. Like we will 100% be at war with Russia, which he doesn't, no one wants that. He doesn't want that. He's not an idiot. Right. Um, he's been setting up, he's been establishing, helping to establish bricks. Like he's establishing a completely different system than what has been in place for the last 80 years. Um, he would not, I can't imagine a world leader who would just throw all that away just to gain a little bit of extra. He's not a, he's not Hitler that wanted to, to gain this much more world. land. Yeah, exactly. When Russia's this big too. Yeah. The risk versus reward here when you're already one of the biggest land masses with natural resources and whatnot, like on the planet, you know? Yes. I just have to point out that I, that 45 minutes ago, I attempted to use this logic to explain why the NFL wouldn't rig games and you rejected it. <laughs> <laughs> but that I, I would, I would argue that that is not life or death. Um, I, I would, would also argue that Putin would be dead if he tried to do anything like this. Um, where, I would also argue yeah. that as an in-between to sow the two is that if they are trying to do it, they're trying to do it so covertly and little at a time that they do stay under the radar so that the fans still do believe that yeah. it is not rigged or whatever. So yeah, just to clear that up or whatever. We've got a lot of yo <clears throat> in the, uh, in the chat right now. <laughs> I'll send out a, a yo. We had four, yo. Yeah. Four yo's right in a row. Um, yo, Brian, yo, Elizabeth. Yo, yo, Grumpy. Um, <laughs> Grumpy went over to Rumble because apparently YouTube chat is being weird tonight. Um, Brian Good. says, uh, Taylor Swift is running the world. All elected leaders are just her puppets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this close to believing that. Yeah, yeah I'm, you, you could convince me of that in very short order. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, I finally got the thing that I'm supposed to be promoting. Um, oh, okay. So let's talk about that for a minute. School Outside the Box, hosted by the Libertarian Party of Georgia. Um, we're going to have, Ted Gummett, is his name in here? Yes, Anthony Welty. He's a homeschooling dad. Um, he's going to be there to talk about homeschooling. Um, it is Tuesday, February 27th. Um, where is it? Let's see. At 7 to 8.30 p.m. The location is online, so you can tune in from literally anywhere. It's a free ticket, y'all. It's a free ticket to uh, learn more about homeschooling. Um, yeah, highly recommend. I will, nice. actually, even though I don't have children, I will actually be attending this because one of my missions is to help people learn how to homeschool. So um, yeah, very excited. So actually, why don't I just, I'm just going to show you how to do it. Get ticket, check out. Oh, wait, no, I got to add one. <laughs> Whoops. Check, check out. out with zero. Yeah. And don't keep me updated. I don't need to know more stuff register done nice. how about that donezo so that's nice. how you do it go, go get on there go order it's get as easy as one two three there you go. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to you michael jackson all right um y'all i think i think we kind of have to do it now the uh, mono e mono trivia situation it's looking that way uh. All right, I got. I have a new setup for tonight. Um, so let me get everything going here. I wanted to say the closing thought on the Putin thing, by the way. I had a note on it. Oh, please. Yeah, go for it. He gave a cool metaphor, actually, when um, Tucker was talking about um, 
like a bifurcated world or he didn't use that word, but he said like the world divided into uh, two hemispheres or something like that, like two schools of thought, you know? Yeah. And um, he took that and uh, ran with it in like a brain metaphor of like the brain is two hemispheres. And if you separate them fully, like they look like they're separated, but if you separate them fully, you know, it's an illness or it's like a lobotomy and like it doesn't function properly. And that metaphor of like being, you know, the illusion of separate, but like still like working together and being connected or whatever I thought was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I do like that. I mean, he's clearly not a dumb person. I mean, he was in the Dagum KGB. He's the head of a country like he's made out to be this person who makes horrible decisions with his country and does a whole bunch of bad things. I mean, he does. And he may do some bad things, man. I'm not, I'm not but saying he, that. that you forgot. Yeah. He's not a more yeah, KGB. Uh, I mean, Oh, he also opened. Well, he opened, I think after that 40 minute, uh, you know, prologue or whatever about the history of the world. Yeah. Then he kind of started getting into it with um, saying that, uh, Tucker wanted to join the CIA. Yes. And, and thank goodness you didn't join the CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tucker, I didn't know this about him, but he didn't he didn't deny it or whatever. So that's true. 100% true. Yeah, I didn't know this about him, but Yeah. I wonder did he did he get there? Did he secretly get there? Yeah. I mean his what his dad was CIA. Was he really? I'm I didn't know sure. this. Zane, yeah. can you back me up on that? Is that correct? I have no clue. Okay. See, Steven's not here. Grumpy says Tucker is CIA. <laughs> okay. I I legitimately when I heard that, and then now if we're talking about it's in his family, I I don't know, man. I just get suspicious. Lots of schools of thought on this, I guess. All freaking. All right, what's up with trivia? Y'all, here we go. Oh, I forgot to uh, turn on our awesome the fat rat. There we go. <laughs> there we is go. That what it's called the fat it's called rat. The fat rat. <laughs> Can you? Uh, it's actually, it's actually a bop. Can you get it on Spotify? Maybe I don't know. It's <laughs> <a> good question. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Tonight's topics are this day in history, one tiny country, and pumas. Shoe or cat? <laughs> um, <laughs> we oh, have man. three rounds. 10 questions, one point each, five questions, two points each, three questions, three point e points each. Y'all know how to do this. Audience, you can win. At some point, I'm actually going to try to host this trivia so that people watching can actually do it on their phone and can mm -hmm. actually be individuals rather than a conglomerate of audience. Okay. Um, then we'll see who the really smart people are. Mm -hmm. uh, Still it definitely can't be Zane. Um, <laughs> Zane has two wins this year. The audience, Zach, Alden, and Nick all have one. It is anybody's game. Steve still has freaking zero because Steve sucks. Um, he's barely he's barely here. Steve, no, let's just <clears throat> conclude with he sucks. Let's do that. <laughs> it's more fun. All I right, tried. I tried to defend Steve. Steve, you don't suck, but uh, we wish you were here. All right, on this day. In 1961, an entire U.S. national team was killed in a plane crash. What sport did they play? Zane. Gymnastics. Incorrect. Alden. Football. Y'all can just, it's rapid fire. You can just answer. There's no raising hands this time, actually. Hockey. Track and field. Basketball. <laughs> Curling. Hockey. 
Equestrian. Uh, I said hockey. Oh my um, God. Please help us uh, out. Oh my gosh. In right. disc golf. I think this question is done. Fishing. <laughs> I need the audience to get the this. luge. Oh my gosh. I will give you a hint. It is an Olympic sport. Wrestling. Incorrect. Sex. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> they're, they're almost the same, just minus the singlet. Brian Incorrect. Summer or winter? That gum it, y'all. This, this question's done. The answer is figure skating. That's what I that's what I said. Figure skating. Grumpy says broom ball. Somebody tell me what broom what even ball is broom ball? That's I hockey mean, for curling. really that's for peasants. I feel like that's probably curling. That's probably the best definition of curling I've heard. Broom ball. Is that because they got the person that scrubs the head of the yeah. I guess it'd be more yeah. like broom puck. Um yeah. all right. <clears throat> On this day in 1898, the USS Maine explodes in what country's harbor? Zane. Cuba. Nice. Cuba's Havana Harbor. Good job, Zane. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Question number three. Oh, some quack says broomball is Quidditch. Oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> no. I wish I had a thought to say Quidditch. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> on this day in 1965, Canada puts what on their nation's flag? Alden. Maple leaf. <clears throat> Maple leaf is correct. All A right. pot leaf. Don't you like that you can see the uh, scoreboard now? Isn't that so much better? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, wow. No I didn't even of, I noticed that. Lack of enthusiasm is astounding. <clears throat> I have I'm a very not... small screen. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can do. see it. I can't wait to get you an actual camera on your computer. Yeah. On this day in 1998, who won their first Daytona 500? Zane. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Incorrect. 98? 1998. Um, what's his name? Five. Four, three. <laughs> Incorrect. Uh, Alden. Danica Patrick was like 14 then. Yeah, exactly. Glenn Alden, something. Incorrect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I honestly know almost. Wait, about oh, NASCAR. I got it. Is there some guy named Alden. Gordon? A redneck. <laughs> there was a guy named Jeff Gordon, and that's incorrect. Um, I'll give you a hint. Zane was close. <laughs> Oh, Jordan. Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Sorry. No. I feel like I, I didn't know that his dad was also a NASCAR driver. Yeah, he that died in it. Racing. Yeah. yeah, he died in a crash. That is, <laughs> it's just like it had to be specific. Otherwise, it definitely didn't count. That's, yeah, we we are not our fathers. That is so funny. Um, that was a poached question. I feel a little bad. It was poached. All right. On this day in 1903, named after a U.S. president, what children's toy was sold for the first time? Zane. Teddy bear. Mm. Teddy bear is. I was going to say vibrator. <laughs> named after. Please name a president. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. On this day. Uh, all right. Let me just 
Skip ahead. On this day in 1942, what nation fell to Japan? Zane. Singapore. Singapore is correct. It's Hawaii. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Question number seven. On this day in 1950, what beloved Disney movie opens in theater? Zane. Um, Sleeping Beauty. Incorrect. Alden. Snow White. Incorrect. It is now open. Zane. Bambi. No. Alden. 101 Dalmatians. No. Zane. Yeah, I feel like... Pinocchio. No. Alden. Um... Uh, Peter Pan. No. 50? 50 is pretty old. 19... I thought you said 60. 1950. Oh, that changes my answer. Oh, um, totally. Totally. It changes everything. No, wait. Uh... <laughs> um... The Lion King 2. Fantasia is incorrect. Oh, I love Fantasia. Black That's Cauldron the... is also incorrect. <laughs> Fantasia is the best Disney movie ever made. Um, I don't remember Fantasia very much. It's watch it high. It's incredible. Oh wow! Okay, that yeah seems like something kids would. There's do. also boobies in it, by the way, which is pretty hardcore for Disney. Wow! Just wow. like for like a second. Now I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for animated and, boobs. And the world's like just like some of the best music. I don't know. It's awesome. Anyway, um, 1950. Everybody. I don't know, man. One more guess each, and we're done. Audience Disney movie. Gorilla. Audience oh, freezing. Wow. No! <laughs> I like forgot about Cinderella. Cinderella is correct, Elizabeth. Bravo. All right. Question number eight. On this day in 1978, who defeated Muhammad Ali to become the heavyweight boxing champion of the world? Zane. Frazier. Incorrect. Alden. Oh man, Sugar Ray. Foreman. Huh? Foreman. Brian. Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa is incorrect. Freeman. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Incorrect. Seventy-eight. Uh, who defeated Muhammad Ali to become the heavyweight boxing champion of the world? Ten more seconds. I don't know boxing very well, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't expect either of y'all to get it. I expected Steve to get it. <laughs> yeah. It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> we don't even need to acknowledge that with a buzz. <laughs> Freaking grumpy. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. That's a, a uh, how old school forget? throwback. Yeah. All right. It is Leon Spinks. We'd have been here for <laughs> literally eternity before I got that. That's a crazy name. I've never heard of this. On this day in 1989, Mikhail Gorbachev withdrew Soviet troops from which country after occupying it for 10 years? Zane. Afghanistan. Nice. Afghanistan is correct. <clears throat> Final question of round one. If I can, uh, man, I'm, I gotta click so many different things to get this. Here, this is ridiculous. All right. On this day in 1764, which city was settled at the confluence of the Mississippi and Missouri rivers? Zane. St. Louis. 
Dang it. That's what I was going to say. It is St. Louis. Wow. Dang it. All right. That That was the end of round one. Next round is all about Singapore. Um, Zane is up five. Alden two. Audience one. I'm out of whiskey, so I'm going to do poorly. (laughs) I actually do need to take a whiskey break after this. All right. This is a each correct answer is worth half a point. Singlish. Really expecting me to come up with four answers. Yes. Singlish is the official language of Singapore. Name the four languages mixed to create it. Alden. Okay. English. (laughs) Correct. I get half a point. You get half a point. Um, Jesus. Vietnamese. All right. Zane. Uh, Mandarin. Half a point to Zane. Um, Japanese. Incorrect. Back to Alden. Cantonese. Zane. (laughs) There's one that you should get. There's one that you shouldn't get. Indonesian? Is that even a language? Cantonese? Martian, yeah, yeah. Martian is incorrect. Cantonese is also incorrect. Oh, wait. Um, no, I said Malaysian. What did I say? Zane Dang it. gets a full point this round. The last one is going to be incredibly difficult, I think. It's, I think I said, did I say Cantonese or Cambodian? I meant to say Cambodian, but. Okay, neither. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, Dutch. I don't know. The last one starts with a T. That's foul. <laughs> Incorrect. Sing Tao. Um, Team Ori. I'm just making up words. Team We're going to get dinged oh, on YouTube because I'm just yeah, making up words. All right, five seconds. Talal. That's the closest guess we've had. Tamagotchi. That was also a very close guess. <laughs> Tamil. Oh, I actually have heard that. That's, that's what I. That's what I said. I just was chewing peanut butter. Oh, Delta Fish said. <laughs> Tagalog. It's good. Uh, it's a good one. Oh, so did some quack. Wow. Y'all both thought the same thing. Awesome. Um, so I don't have the ability to give half a point. Um, I don't think maybe I do. Tiebreaker. There we go. Oh, you do. All right. I do. Let me just type it in. All right. I thought that was a good one, but no one else did. So, uh, <laughs> What is the name of the iconic three-towered building that dominates the city skyline in Singapore? Alden. Three-tower building. <laughs> Incorrect. Zane. This is something people know. This is not that obscure. It serves as both a hotel and an entertainment company. It's got that big pool boat-looking thing. I, I think I used to know this because I definitely, at one time, memorized the list of the world world's tallest buildings. Of course he did. Um, it's escaping me now. Well, you have five seconds. Brian, Brian's in it with the joke. <laughs> Trump Tower is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alden, back to you. Titanic. That's what it looks like. I've got nothing. All right. Now, to be fair, the, it is kind of hard. The top of it? Marina oh. Bay. Oh, dang. So it's not ever going to say that. 
I watched a uh, a Netflix hotel thing, and they like had a whole episode on this place, and I couldn't remember it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, some quack. I feel like she should get it. Give Ooh. it to her. I don't know. Give her. What about half a point? Yeah, we're I got we're, we're gonna give you half a point. Make it interesting, quack. Because uh, that's half, half right, you know. Sands was in it or something. Yeah. All right. What is the traditional Singaporean dish consisting of rice stir-fried with shrimp, vegetables, and a spicy curry sauce? Zane. Rice stir-fried with shrimp, vegetables, and a spicy curry sauce. No. <laughs> Alden. I mean, is it a kind of curry? I'm not giving you hints. <laughs> okay, the <laughs> shrimp... It's I don't know, a, Singaporean curry? I don't know. Of rice. It sounds like an Asian version of pie. Oh, stir fried. Really. Stir fried with shrimp, vegetables, and a spicy curry sauce. Pad thai. Incorrect. <laughs> Zane. This Pad is what people have heard of. Pad Singapore. <laughs> My God. You guys. I'm going to wait another 15 seconds. Um, because I feel but like there's a... Um, just let the audience Google incorrect. it. Yeah, I feel like the audience is a little further behind tonight than normal. So I think there's some lag today. Oh, okay. Um, Stir fry with shrimp and rice. And later than normal. So, yeah, I've got another 10 seconds. It's Captain Crunch. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is why mono e mono trivia is I know. good. You really think that Steve would know what this is? I feel like Steve might. Yeah. Uh-huh. Five, four, three, two, one. Laksa. Never would have ever got it. Come yeah. on. Not what it yeah. And I mean I've I watch food shows for like You're five. acting like this is common knowledge. Yeah. It's have you ever ordered from a Singaporean restaurant? It's on the no, menu. I've Oh my I've not God. been to a Singaporean no. restaurant. Okay, well that's why. So go to a Singaporean restaurant, and that's why I joked and said pad Thai because like I I've been to Thai restaurants, but fair enough. From which country did Singapore gain its independence in 1965? Zane. The UK. Incorrect. Alden. China. Oh my gosh. Incorrect. Zane. That was a really stupid answer for yes, me. It was before, very stupid, but it's <laughs> actually. The actual answer is Malaysia, which I should have known because With I said Malaysia as one of the languages. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. <clears throat> the iconic symbol of Singapore is a combination of what two animals? Zane. It's um, a lion and a tiger. You're half a liger. Right. You get one point. Alden. What was right? The lion was correct. Is it a serpent? No. Back to you, Zane. Um, a hippopotamus. <laughs> no. A hippogriff. <laughs> okay, here's here's my hint. I gosh, I would love to see that animal. Raccoon and a squirrel. Yes. Um, my hint is just think about what. The industry of Singapore. A That's human. What? A human. <laughs> Some quack, you're incorrect. It's is it a fish? A it is 
a fish. Lion a lion and a fish. Oh, I've seen that. I never knew what it was. <laughs> All right. I well, think I said serpent because that comes to mind before fish, but okay. Fair enough. But that it's a ma massive fishing country. Like That's what they do there. Yeah, right? they catch serpents. So <laughs> mythical beings. They sell them on the black market. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, after two rounds, Zane has nine. Alden has three and a half, and the audience has one and a half. So, so I'm winning, right? Well, technically, you still have a chance to win. You just have, I have to a chance to win, so I'm winning. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you there is a chance. <laughs> Round three, Pumas, the cats. Not, <laughs> not the shoes. Not the shoes. I thought okay, it was when I be... first saw When I first saw the category name pumas shoes or cats yeah i thought it was gonna be one of those challenges where you were gonna show us a picture and we me have too to a shoe or a cat. <laughs> me too i was like it's like the butts or elbows thing but with pumas, <laughs> i kind of yeah. wish i had done that but yeah. uh, no sadly it's just straight up trivia dang it no I'm what kidding. it's is fine. the term for a group of related female pumas that share the same territory zane i'll go with pride Incorrect. Alden. Uh, a concubine. That's a good guess, though. I like that guess. <laughs> I don't know. What is the term for a group of related female pumas that share the same territory? Zane. I guess I'll riff off Alden and say harem. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> um, Alden, you get one guess, and then I'll give you another. I'll give you all a hint. An incest. It is not a coven, and it is not an incest. <laughs> the, the hint is um, there's a movie about some pants with this name. What? Zane. Oh, a sisterhood. Sisterhood. Oh! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Movie about pants? The pants Brian, store. you were so stinking close, man. Brian, you were like half a second. I know you technically got it before Zane, but if I don't he, see I was it, just going to say this is to you that the, the whole point is that the audience has the ability to look things up. Yeah. So, so the delay is balances the delay out. balances it out. Okay. Right. So Brian, I know you got it ahead. The of audience me. answers are like starlight where we see them now, but they were sent millions yeah. of years ago. Or billion, yeah. Ago. Right. Yeah. So, Brian, we all know that you're smarter than Zane. Even Zane probably knows it at this point, but uh, <laughs> you don't get that point. I'm sorry. Um, how do no Puma? <laughs> how, how do Puma? He's, he's technically higher up in the party now than I am, so I can't publicly <laughs> disrespect him. Fair enough. I feel like the Libertarian Party, yes, you can. <laughs> how do Pumas mark their territory? Alden. Peeing on shit. Incorrect. Damn it. Oh, it's always P. It's not P with them. Damn it. <laughs> I thought it was such um, a safe guess. Some other pheromone. No. No, it's a it's an activity. Alden. Is it scratching? Scratching yeah. objects to leave scent behind. Okay. It's either P or scratch, so. Yeah, it is. That's scratch. all I had. Beyond that, it was going to be like writing their names on it. That's <laughs> all right. The final. You you go to a forest and it's just a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> that have written their initials. <laughs> My tree meow. Yeah. 
<laughs> the final oh, so useless, Zane wins. Yeah, the final useless question is, what is the term used to describe the vocalization made by pumas, often compared to the sound of a woman screaming? Alden. A banshee howl. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, a screech. Incorrect. A, a yowl. In, no. <laughs> it's a crazy word. You've definitely heard it before, but it's a it's a weird one. Hmm. An icky 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 icky. Correct. Sadly, it's been my day. I'm back. Oh, five five seconds, and then I'm going going for it. Um, a menstruation. <laughs> it is not a bitchin. A bitchin. <laughs> Which, but I do love that. That's great. It is a caterwall. No, nope, oh, that's not a word. I, I never would have that. said that. Yeah, no. It's, it's it's not the easiest word to have. That heard. hasn't been used in 400 years. That's not thanks a word. for playing, everybody. The all-time scoreboard for anybody who wants to know. Zane is still slaughtering everyone. Um, yeah, I'll take. You know what? If Zane's involved, I'm good with silver. Like, all right, well, let's, <laughs> let's get back to it. Um, we don't have much more time tonight, y'all. I have to get off here in 10 minutes. That sounded really bad. I have to get off of this stream. <laughs> I have to get off. I, I gotta go. I got this stream. I got something to do minutes. over here. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad this is not a kids show. Um, so we can talk about um, what, what 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 can we talk about? I, I have some stuff lined up. Um, I don't want to talk about that. We can talk um, about my um, new acorn gun. We can talk about no, we're not talking about your new acorn. Do you have any Instagram clips for us tonight? I do have Instagram clips. We don't have to get to those if we don't want to. Um we might I'm fine with that. You're fine with what? Instagram clips. I mean, this is technically an Instagram clip, but it's not a funny one. It's a, <laughs> it's a it's a sexy one. It's a interesting. I don't know, it's a Bitcoin one. Oh, okay. It's interesting. How could I have guessed? So it's a sexy one. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Come on. Sexy. That's quite a suit. Yeah. Yeah. That's Bitcoin created by the CIA. And since you were early mining it, are you in the CIA? <laughs> well, I think that um, based on what I learned about the source code, it was created by somebody in the NSA. The evidence of that is the randomizer. And so there's lots of a certified method that's stated that they don't have any backdoors. They've been checked and rechecked and they're certified to not have any backdoors. Yet Satoshi didn't use any of them, all the certified methods. He used this obscure method, which wasn't certified. And a lot of developers scratched their head until Snowden. <laughs> when he released that, oh yeah, NSA had backdoors to all the certified randomizers with enough data they could actually re reproduce the random number that you actually chose. <laughs> so, okay. Does that mean they can, so, can, they can break, yeah, break they, codes? Te technically, they can break. Yeah. Break all the security. Get, all, get your Bitcoin, basically. But Satoshi chose the one randomizer. They didn't have a backdoor. How is that possible? Did he get lucky? 
I don't think so. Was big. Mm. I found that to be very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, because I, there's been a theory now for a while that the CIA or NSA created Bitcoin. And the fact that, that that's the most legitimate way that I could have envisioned it um, was exactly what that guy said, is somebody at the NSA saw what was happening with all these certified uh, things that were supposedly unbreakable mm -hmm. and uh, decided to not use any of them and use a completely different one that was I brought this up months ago and Nick was like, all over it and was like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know that much about it, but I've always been just a little suspicious of it with how much money is involved and that it's an anonymous thing, you know, whatever. And that the American military has the most computing power on earth. And if they wanted to mine it, they could kind of thing or whatever. And I just like have questions more than anything about it. But I, yeah. I also don't know that much about it. So, right. And I don't know. The issue is like so many people have looked into the code at this point, like thousands and thousands and thousands of people who know who know coding and know what they're doing. Right. And even if it was created by the CIA or by the NSA, my my thought is always, well, if there's literally no way for them to backdoor it, then what is the just because it was created by a horrible entity or somebody at a horrible entity doesn't necessarily mean it can't be useful to the world. It doesn't mean that it's like a, a, a zero sum game situation yeah. where like it can have multiple uses. They could be skimming off of it and, and they can have their benefits and they can fund things, you know, internationally with, you know, little traceability. And also we can also have our anonymity too. Like that's the difference is that, they might have their purposes for it, but it it doesn't mean it's all bad. Yeah, potentially, if this is the case, you know, even. But yeah, I don't know, Zane. Do you have any thoughts on what we just watched? Uh, I have very little clue how the technical aspect of Bitcoin works. No matter how many YouTube videos I try to watch about it, okay. whenever I talk to anybody about Bitcoin, I always emphasize the economic aspects of it. Yeah. Because as will not surprise anyone, I'm much more comfortable talking about monetary policy than I am talking about the intricacies of how mining and hash functions and that works. Not grumpy. Not grumpy. I kind of get it, but every time I try to explain it, I feel like I'm about to make a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I got it. Yeah, that makes sense. I I like people who know what they're good at talking about and what they're not. And like, I'm not perfect. I'm not great at talking about that side of Bitcoin either. I'm way I'm more apparently the economic side of things. I'm not great about talking about Singapore. Apparently, no, you're horrible at it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was embarrassing, Alden. We got to get you to a Singaporean restaurant. I would, I'm super curious. Actually, Singapore, yeah. how is this? I've never been to a Singaporean restaurant, but Singapore is very high on my international list of uh, food interests. Nice. Uh, I don't know how that works, but I've just never been exposed to a Singaporean restaurant. So. Guys, did y'all know chewing gun is illegal in Singapore? I didn't even know <laughs> you could chew gun. Oh, you right. can chew gun. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, yeah. It's I had not heard that even chewing gum at all is illegal i definitely knew that if you chew gum and then leave it somewhere 
then you'll be arrested. No, I think which it's is, you know the reason why Singapore is so clean. That's the, the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. how their justice system works. I think if you are seen chewing it, they'll still find you or something in in Singapore. Yeah, I've. All right. Is, why wasn't that a trivia question? I actually have heard that, but yeah, my bad. I, <laughs> no, I it's know. okay. It's just my fault. I did no. a horrible job. All right. Well, it's the end of the night, y'all. We're going to watch a couple of funny clips, then we're going to get out of here. Um, I really appreciate everybody tuning in, watching, chiming in. Um, it's been fantastic. I love it. It's been show. fun. Looking forward to expanding it. Looking forward to getting y'all some merch so you can merch. Uh, wear swag. some libations swag loud and proud. Swag. Swag. <laughs> swag. <laughs> um, and looking forward to having uh, Stephen and Nick and Zach back on next week. So hopefully. So we'll... right when Steven's able to come on, then I might have to leave because I might be moving into a new house. So there we go. All right. Well, we we'll get see. Rid of, we get rid of one person who doesn't know anything about Singapore to gain another person who knows everything about Singapore. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, this is uh, Jeff Dye talking comedy. He's hilarious. You are trans or you support trans or you know trans. I love you. I love trans people. I just think you're fucking weird. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I think you're fucking weird. And I think that's okay. Because if I told the trans person, hey, trans person, check this out. I actually think God came to earth 2,000 years ago, and then they murdered him, and then they hung him up on a cross, and then he rose again back to life. And I still talk to that guy every day. I bet the trans person would be like, the fuck? <laughs> they go, right? Sounds a little weird to you. No, sounds a little... Right? I don't go around going, you're Christian-phobic and cry. No, fucking... I'm weird. And if I'm honest, I like trans women better than I like regular women, if I'm honest. Have you ever met a trans woman? They're great. They're like dudes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, thought that was a great little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think people who uh, get offended by being called weird or what like everyone, weird where does a compliment half the every, time everyone's like, freaking weird libertarians like, yeah. should all be used to being called weird or whatever you know what i mean like yeah okay. badge of honor all right well here's this lady shoveling off snow from her driveway okay <laughs> with a tiny shovel that is a tiny shovel That was very unexpected. I know. <laughs> so much snow. Why was it bummer? The the roof. It all just hit the melting point and it just Oh my fell, god. Fell right off the That's roof. gnarly. This is a, a meme made with Mike McDaniel, uh coach of the Miami uh -huh. Dolphins. Um and she drops your pants too quickly and you're still soft. Like this is It's it's only gonna get bigger if you're doing your job the way that you want to. Um. Oh man, could not be a more perfect <clears throat> meme for that. Grower, not a shower. <clears throat> um, this is. Oh no, did they take it down? Oh, no, they didn't. I hate when that happens. Oh, this. I've seen this. So, this is I'm not, so. hilarious and <clears throat> depressing at the same time. So Beautiful. That's America. 
this lady is in an interview. She's being interviewed <clears throat> by what Bobby, right? Bobby, whatever her last name is. Um, and this is the conversation. It's painful. No, mm. a musician. But that's why I'm interviewing you today, so I can get to know you. So I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. What the fuck that mean? Make magic or something? What is a musician? <laughs> I think that's. I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, think- I make music. I make music. I and that's not all I do. I make music. I act. I'm a TV star too, a young mom. Uh-huh. I just really like I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever the fuck you said. See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician. I not what, magician. I don't think, baby. But I don't think. What I, is that? That's ghetto. I don't think. I know. So you you think. I didn't say magician, Suki. I said musician. <laughs> And I think you are a musician. No, baby, I do music. So you just really, record. <laughs> could you say you don't think you're a musician? I'm not none of that. But then after that, you just said I do music. Yeah, I do music. So <laughs> you're a musician. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I love that last. Like, okay. Oh my, 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 my favorite part of this is when she describes herself as a mogul <laughs> and I'm an actor. Mogul. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was unabashed, like prideful nonsense. That's that's the word pride came to mind where some there's something getting in the way where someone's trying to explain, wait, no, I feel like you, and they're like, no, 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 no. I'm not a magician. I don't pull doves out of my ass or whatever you think I do. Like, <gasps> goddamn. That was funny. Oh man, that was that was painful. All right, y'all. Well, not, y'all. you know what I just thought of? What? Wait, not a trick, Michael. An illusion. The, a, a trick is what a whore does for money. <laughs> Sorry. Or cocaine. Uh, or cocaine. <laughs> Anybody out there who's an Arrested Development fan? Um, They'll get it. Yeah. I'm talking to you. And if you're not an Arrested Development fan, go watch seasons one through three and then stop right there. That's fair. Um, all right, y'all. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, looking forward to next week. Go tune into the Free Georgia podcast Mondays at 8 p.m. or anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, that's it for tonight. Peace.